0: Welcome back, everyone, to another brand new episode of Deep Thoughts with the Dixons. I am riding solo today, and I will explain a little later why. Um, Let's just say we didn't get to recording this weekend due to a little uh, emergency of mine. But before I jump into the topic of today or even share what we're gonna be talking about today, I wanted to take a moment to thank all of you guys who listen to us week after week To all those who leave reviews on our pages, I have recently found out that we have a lot of listeners from different countries and I had a giveaway contest several weeks ago and I noticed that anybody who tries to leave us a review out of the United States, I cannot view it unless I subscribe to a platform that I now am subscribed to and pay for where I can see all the comments from all of our listeners across the globe. So thank you, thank you, thank you so much for taking the time to write reviews and to share your thoughts about our podcast. It truly means the world to us. And for on another note, I wanted to share something else. Everything that we discuss on this show is not to, you know, just portray a one-track mind. And what I mean by that is. Anybody listening, we're we're trying to bring up information and all different viewpoints, not just Brian's and not just my own. But I mean, I even do a lot of research before I actually sit down and and talk every week with you guys. So it's it's, it's basically a platform where we're sharing our personal experiences, sharing the experiences of those around us, and then doing research and sharing facts or research online with everybody. So the whole point of the podcast is not to start to think like you know, myself or like Brian or even judge one of us or either one of us to, you know, that we think this way or we believe in this, but you don't. The whole podcast point is that you guys take what you want and then leave the rest. So you have to ultimately do what's best for you. I know what's best for me. Brian knows what's best for him. You guys know what's best for you. And although maybe one week something pertains to you and you love what you hear and you want to implement it into your life or you want to learn from it, but that doesn't necessarily mean that the next week you're going to you know, completely take to what I have said or what maybe Brian said or maybe we shared something offline. It doesn't matter because ultimately at the end of the day, you decide what's best for yourself. So when you're listening always listen with like an open heart and an open mind and kind of like, hey, I get to choose what I want to implement in my life and I get to choose what beliefs I want to have. This is just a way for me to broaden my horizons. And again, at the end of the day, choose what I want for myself. So if there's one little tidbit of advice I have when listening to this podcast, it's take what you want and always leave the rest. Because even we condone that, like, you have to do what's best for you. So never, ever blindly follow You know what we're sharing on the show. Instead, ultimately make your own informed decisions at the end of the day. So today's topic is a topic that was sent to me by a friend of mine. And this is exactly how she texted it to me, so I'll read it to you. <laughs> it was, you should do a podcast on obsessive over analytical thoughts, Thought patterns which lead to digging yourself too deep and making yourself go crazy. There's an interesting story behind all this before I jump into this topic. I forgot that this was the topic of choice this week. I have everything pre-populated into my iPad weeks and weeks out in advance. So this was number 39 and it was already in my iPad for today. However... Today's Monday. You guys will be listening to this tomorrow on Tuesday morning. Normally, I record podcasts on the weekends, like Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. Well, I was supposed to record yesterday, but I ended up at the urgent care. Long story, it pertains to this episode later on, and so I did not get to record. However, when I was at the urgent care yesterday, I was, i long story short, I was working out and I injured myself like over a month ago. And it turned into being serious enough where they had to do a CT scan. Well, I was there for three hours. The whole scan itself between the IV and the drip and the time that it took was about an hour and a half to an hour and 45 minutes. And I am a big, big pansy when it comes to medical stuff. I am so scared of doctors. I'm scared of dentists. I hate anything medical. And knock on wood, I have been a very healthy individual Uh, My entire life, and I've never really gotten hurt um, before. So, for me, the whole experience was very new and very nerve wracking. So, I'm there, and it's basically an hour and 45 minutes of me freaking out because she thinks that worst case scenario, there might be a hernia that needs surgery within 12 hours. And uh, I've never ever had surgery, I've never had anything serious like that done, like I mentioned. So, I'm just like a a ball of like wreck and I'm like overthinking. I'm in the waiting. I'm like waiting for them to come back with my results. Before that, I was 40 minutes just sitting there with this drip in my arm. So, my obsessive, over analytical mind was running rampant yesterday. And I had no idea that the podcast episode that I was supposed to be recording was exactly this one. So, I'm speaking on this one from a little bit of experience. I thought that, you know, the Gemini mind, Nina, had evolved and grown, but it reared its ugly head yesterday, unfortunately. But here this is. First of all, no matter who you are, there's always something in your life that can trigger you or some situation that you could find yourself in that you have no control over your thoughts over. We all have had those experiences, and there's nothing wrong with that. We all go through it at one point or another. I may not have these over-analytical thoughts about most things in my life day to day. However, yesterday, I did have this experience to a point where I was physically Like uncontrollably shaking, and I was like super cold. Like my my hands were ice cold, my legs were ice cold, and I didn't even say anything. I wasn't even you know I wasn't crying or anything. But the nurses could tell like something's wrong with this girl. Like she's not okay. But it happens to some of us, and I can I can speak for Brian. He's not here today, but does he overthink things? Not really. Not in the manner that I just did, or I explained to you guys as I did yesterday. But I'm sure growing up he did, you know, and I'm sure he does with things related to work. But everything else, not so much phases him. But it's okay if it does phase you, you know. You might be somebody who's overthinking their social interactions from the night before, replaying the conversations in your head. You might be overthinking some meeting you have at work. You might be overthinking a conversation you have to have with your spouse or significant other. There's a bunch of things in our life today that can cause us this worry, this anxiety. But where it becomes a problem for most of us is when we go down this rabbit hole of overthinking, over obsessing, over analyzing to the point of literally crazy. We literally think ourselves into stagnation, frustration, exhaustion, anxiety, and even illness. And this is where I almost feel like it happened on purpose yesterday so that I could relate Because had my experience yesterday not happened, I don't think that I would have had an experience to share with everyone today. But I get it. You know, I thought that I was over that stage of my life. I thought that I was very positive in all areas of my life. But the moment I was put in a situation where I had absolutely no idea what was going to happen with my CT scan, like absolutely no idea. And I mean, obviously the doctor gave me a little warning. She's like, we're going to check all your organs and this. It could be anything my mind started running like really bad. And so it it happened to a point where I was shaking, like I mentioned before. So this is, I'm not going to say it's normal, but I'm going to say that it happens to a lot of us. And when you know that this happens to you, I think that you can take a step back and learn from it. I think that you can only fix something when you're aware of it. So just for the simple fact that you might identify or completely relate to my example or to this topic is something to be proud of in the sense that, okay, well, now we can all work on this together. I think that this can be broken into two different parts. There are people who overthink everything like in their lives, but then there's people who worry all the time. And there is a difference, in my opinion, and I'll get into that. I think the overthinkers who think of every possible avenue, every possible solution, every possible angle which way something could happen or they're people who replay, you know, old scenarios in their heads, they have a way of making the simple very complex, you know, or they make the very easy stuff very hard for themselves or they make a very small minor issue, this huge major drama in their head and they are at adapts at snatching defeat basically from like the jaws of victory and also at wasting their time through basically overanalyzing everything and everyone. All of that leads to analysis paralysis. These people are basically experts at misinterpreting what people are saying. And if there's a way to have their feelings hurt, they're gonna find it. So you'll have a conversation with somebody and they'll immediately snap back at you for something. You know, Those people that are snapping back, I guarantee you they're going to be thinking about that interaction or that conversation with you and try to justify why they snapped at you. Um, They have a history of not really doing things, but more often they're like obsessive compulsive with like perfectionism tendencies. They wanna say they're gonna do X, Y, Z, and they get like all hyped up, but they kind of drop the ball on stuff because they just worry too much about everything. They have a tendency to be people pleasers, they have a tendency to not want change at all in their lives. And they tend to look at other people in their lives as trying to like kind of ruin their lives, like sabotage their dreams and their goals. But in the end, when they do mess everything up, they just do it themselves. So they're just, their own mind is their biggest enemy. And so if I could categorize myself in a certain Category, it would not be this one for yesterday. For the situation I had yesterday, I think I was more of a worrier where something happened out of my control and caught me off guard. Like I had no idea I would go in there and this is what they would want me to do, like a CT scan. And it caught me off guard. And then I got caught in my own cycle of thoughts because I was alone in that room for like three hours. And so I am sitting there realizing that I cannot control the outcome of this CT scan. I cannot control what happens after this. I don't know what happens after this. And I was trying to control the fact that I don't know it and I wanted to know it, you know, and I wanted to be a certain way. So I was trying to control the end result of what was about to happen or come out in my scan. And that would be somebody who worries a lot. But for the other ones who are overthinkers in their daily life, or in most areas of their life they catch themselves overthinking things and like kind of going crazy about it, whether it be relationships, finances, friendships, uh, marriages, work decisions, life life choices, whatever it may be. There are things that you can do to, kind of better yourself. And if you guys don't have a pen and paper, which I assume you don't while you're listening to this, I'm going to be linking everything in my show notes. So if you're listening to this on a podcast, all you have to do is click it and scroll all the way to the bottom and you'll see all of my show notes kind of like typed out for you guys. And they have the books, the links to the books, links to our quotes, and it's done for every single show that you listen to. So there are 10 steps that you can take to help yourself, you know, relieve yourself of the overthinking habit that you may have. The first one would be to stop waiting for perfection. This is a common one. I feel like everybody knows it, but this little, you know, excerpt that I'm reading right now for you, it goes a little bit deeper than that. And it says, stop waiting for perfection, perfect timing or perfect conditions before you do what you know you should have done a long time ago. Being ambitious is great, But aiming for perfection is unrealistic, impractical, and debilitating. Aim for constant improvement and consciously and methodically work towards positive change where you need it the most. This is an incredible step one because it's something that took me about five or six years to learn. An example that I can give is before I set out to, um, well, way before the podcast, was a book that I had written. And that kind of came easy to me, but I was kind of scared about it. And Brian kind of pushed me in that direction, was like, just do it. But then after that, a lot of people were reaching out, wanting to have phone calls and have conversations and ask about certain chapters. And so then I had this thought of like starting the podcast. And I probably sat on that idea for a good six to seven months because I was waiting for the big audience to talk to and like a big audience to kind of send my podcast to, you know, I was waiting to become a better speaker, which to this date, I'm not even that great of a speaker yet. And like, I was just waiting for certain things to happen, you know, and I would think about it day in and day out. And every time somebody would ask me about like, oh, when's the podcast coming out? I would just come up with an excuse. So we have to stop waiting for perfection. If there's something I've learned, nothing really happens in this perfect way and nothing happens in its perfect time, nothing happens in the perfect manner. Um, Now, that's not to be negative. That's just to say like, it's not your definition of perfect. But by the plan of our lives and knowing that some higher power controls our lives and we can make all the plans we want, but then we laugh in the end, you have to understand that when you want to do something, you don't overthink it. You go into your heart, you want to do it, you do it. Step two, don't assume. This is another good one. In my example, you know, yesterday, I was assuming before I even had the facts or the CT scan in front of my face to read off of, I was assuming that something bad was going to come up. You know, I was assuming that I could potentially have to go into surgery for a hernia. Like you can't, that's where things spiral. And I know that this is very difficult to remember when you're in the moment, like for myself yesterday, but I definitely believe that if we work on it, we can... We can bring ourselves to this place. Step three is be more proactive and do stuff. This is also another good one because when you actually get out of the thinking phase and, the do, and you just get to the doing phase, you realize that you had built up this fake hype around something for no apparent reason. So now looking back, even on my own fearful example of doctors, like if I ever had to get an IV again and go through that process again, it really wasn't that bad. Like I know what to expect now. It really wasn't that painful. It was fine. So I always say like our minds can be our best friends or our minds can be our enemies. And in some situations, we really get our let our minds get the best of us. Number four is ask yourself the right type of questions, which will put you mentally in a positive, practical, productive, solution-focused headspace. Acknowledge the problem, but only be about the solution and consciously try to find the good. So again, I think this is very hard to do when you're in the moment or when you're in the thick of something. However, if we can like have these 10 steps written out in a journal or in a book somewhere and remember to glance at this, and you're just asked, like, is this helping me get to my solution? You know, is me thinking about this conversation with a coworker actually helping me be good at my job? Is this helping me get to the financial goals that I have? Is this helping me get to the type of relationship I want to have with my spouse, whatever the situation is, you kind of just have to like step back and be like, why am I thinking? Does this take me anywhere? What's the point to this? And a side note on this is I've been reading or listening to Elena Cardone's book called How to Build an Empire. And she talks about how from a woman's perspective, she goes deep into the psyche of females in marriages where when you have a goal and you know your spouse's goal and you know your goal, don't get distracted by the dumb shit in life. And she was kind of talking about like arguments over dumb things or like the laundry or the dishwasher or whatever it may be. And it was always focused on the bigger goal. And she's like, I could cut 90% of our arguments just by consciously reminding myself quietly in my head, does this argument get me to Grant's and my goal. Grant is her husband. And I've actually been doing that myself a lot lately around the house. Like, there'll be something and I'll wanna bring it up in conversation. And then I just think to myself, I'm like, is this getting me where I wanna go? Will this conversation take me there? No. You know, will this conversation help Brian or myself? Probably not. So you have to realize that you, you gotta be your own, you know, navigator, so to speak, of your own mind. Number five is have a sounding board, someone who will provide you with relevant, meaningful, specific, unemotional feedback. Um, I don't know about this one. So I did have my mom and Brian yesterday, but it wasn't helping much. So I understand if anyone who just heard me say this number five step was like, yeah, that doesn't help. (laughs) I get it. Totally understand it. But sometimes a sounding board can say something in that moment that completely helps you calm down. Um, it does, it it can, there are ways just because it didn't happen for me or anybody else. I'm sure for somebody out there, depending on your situation, they can definitely talk you off a ledge. Number six is create a plan and totally commit to it. Sometimes when you're overthinking something, you're just perpetually thinking and not doing. So you're busy thinking, but when you're doing something, you'll notice you're not thinking as much. You're in the present, you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, and you start to enjoy it, or you have the ups and downs, or you have like the try and the retrial of something, but you're not thinking and creating these problems that don't really even exist. So if you can create a plan and then just commit to it and then let it go, you'll free yourself from the overthinking. And I'll share some examples. Say you have to have a conversation with your spouse or significant other about something serious and you're overthinking it the entire day. Well, why not just for two minutes go in your mind and say, all right, I'm going to talk to this person at 6 p.m. tonight and I'll deal with it then. And then get on to your work. Act on what's in front of you. If you're at work, go do your work. If you're at lunch with friends, go enjoy your lunch with your friends. Don't just sit there and do nothing and just keep thinking about something. Number seven, Stop rationalizing, justifying, and explaining what you're not doing. Um, This is a good one. I have met a few people in my life, and I feel as though when they're about to, when they're in the fear state of mind with doing something or going somewhere or speaking with somebody, they will tell me a thousand different ways of why or how they don't want to do it or can't do it right now. And they kind of put everything on the back burner in their lives, whatever it may be. It's like this pattern that they have. I think this is where they're overthinking. And while they're overthinking, they're also trying to find ways of how am I going to explain myself to everybody who's probably wondering why I'm not doing this or why I'm not at that party or why I haven't launched my book or whatever it may be. For those types of people, I would say, get in the habit of not explaining yourself to other people. When you get into that habit, I guarantee you 50% of your overthinking will stop because you're probably one of those people who is overthinking their current scenario because you're worried about what other people will think about you if you do something or even if you don't do something. So your issues are outside of yourself and you're going to have to go back inside of your own head and your mind and just... Silence that beast and say, you know what? It's not anyone's business. And I guarantee you'll stop overthinking. Number eight is keep a success diary. Journaling your thoughts, decisions, behaviors, and results is a great way to keep positive, stay focused, and motivated, changes the process. It's also a good way for you to learn what works for you. I think this is a good idea. I've never really done this myself, but I think for people who maybe have an issue with overthinking of things that they're scared to do, maybe. This could be very helpful because as you keep checking things off of your list, it'll just motivate you and empower you to just keep pushing forward. Number nine would be to get out of your thoughts. Um, This is also a good one. And I would say the best way to get out of your thoughts or at least to learn scientifically on how to get out of your own thoughts would be to learn how to meditate. Meditation can really help you just draw. I've been doing it for a very long time now so i can just turn on a meditation tape or recording on youtube and just drop into that headspace immediately and i forget everything for 20 30 minutes and when you're in that like non cerebral yet cere- cerebral at the same time like i can't even explain it it's like this no man's place you know it's just you're just there and when you're in this headspace you tend to Not give so much importance to the thoughts running in your mind, and when you're done with your meditation, you're not bothered by your mind anymore. You're kind of just you're very you're very much at peace. Number ten, with all the thoughts traveling around your head, some of them should be evicted. Others are stuck and are too scared to come out. This is kind of like a uh, an exercise that you could do. So when you catch yourself overthinking. And you're going to have to practice this because I think that's where we, most of us struggle is we don't know how to catch ourselves in that moment. And then we just keep spiraling downward till crazy, um, is to just stop yourself and be like, why am I thinking about this? Does this matter? Where is this leading me? And then think of a word that you can say, like, you know, get out. You could say, get out to yourself, you know, really loudly in the bathroom. You could say, get out of my head. You know, you could talk to your own thoughts and do whatever you can. And I know that sounds really ridiculous, but it works. It's just like, or say no to yourself, you know, you're overthinking something again. And you could just be like, no, stop. You know, just say like, no, stop, Nina. Like I've done that for myself several times and believe it or not, it's very helpful because it's just a tool and your mind doesn't know the difference between what's real and what's not real. And that's a scientific um, fact actually about our minds is we feed our minds what we want to feed it. It doesn't know, you know, whether what I'm saying or imagining is real from what's like really in front of my face. Now that's about the people who overthink everything in their lives on a daily basis. If you're more of a worrier and it's like circumstantial and is dependent on certain things, there's only one piece of advice that I have for that, and I wish I remembered this yesterday, but I did not, is learn to be okay with uncertainty. If you're caught in a worry cycle, if you're assuming the worst in a situation or scenario, if you're trying to now control the narrative or control the outcome of something that you have no answers to yet, Learn to be okay with uncertainty. I am okay with this in some areas of my life and in other areas of my life, I think I still try to control them, but this literally can apply to anything and everything in your life. Worried about your job? Let it go. Be okay. Just be okay with the uncertainty. Whether you stay at your job or you get a new one, everything's going to be okay. It's going to be your highest and best. Worried about finances? Be okay with that, you know? You have X amount of money coming in now, just wish and pray and hope and believe that the right doors will open so that you can increase your financial income. Are you worried about what people are gonna say about you if you do something that you really, really wanna do and you put yourself out there? Let it go. Assume that everybody's gonna love what you do and just go do it, completely let it go. So no matter what the situation is, and personally for me, what I should have done is for that three hours that I sat there, I should have been able to stop myself in my thoughts and say, "Whatever happens, I know that I have the means and the mindset and the strength and the family and the loved ones to get through it, and I'll deal with it when that scan, when those scan results come in." However, I did not remember to do this. So, um, but you have to learn to be okay with uncertainty. Why we tend to worry and get in these like cycles is because we're avoiding facing the fact that we can't control something. We are avoiding some sort of, you know, outcome. We are avoiding the path that it's forcing us on, which is just to be okay with not knowing. That's a path in and of itself. And most of the time, as humans, for some reason, we are just all naturally like not wanting to go down things that we don't know about, you know? We want the plan. We want it all mapped out. We want our days to go by, like streamlined and just, you know, we don't want wrenches thrown into our day. But the best thing you can learn for yourself as you get older is to just allow sometimes and some things really are out of your control and you're, you're going to be forced to wait things out. You know, that's just, that's just how it is, just how it goes. Some books that I have recommendations for, and I've actually read all three of these, and they all three of them have audiobooks as well, are Rewire Your Anxious Brain by Katherine M. Pittman. The second one is The Storm Inside by Sheila Walsh. And the third one is Overthinking by Robert Leary. The quote that I have for you guys today is, overthinking the art of creating problems that weren't even there. So To elaborate on this a little bit, I think, you know, the gist of our podcast is a lot about evolving confidence, self-love, self-acceptance, um, thinking outside the box, reclaiming your own personal power, whatever it may be. And I think this one states it pretty well, which is why I like the quote so much, because why, as somebody... Who cherishes their own life and somebody who's trying to better themselves and, you know, get ahead in personal development and evolve as a person and become more conscious of their thoughts and their words? Why wouldn't you or I start with our own mind? You know, overthinking is something that a lot of us do several times a day, every day. And why wouldn't we do this for ourselves? Why wouldn't we? take these 10 steps into consideration write them down and post them somewhere or put the worry you know quote somewhere and say i have to be okay with uncertainty and then stop the worrying in its tracks because the more we worry some of us have a tendency to take it so far that we physically make ourselves sick you know we physically hurt ourselves we become stressed our body becomes stressed our immune system goes down like a lot of stuff on the back end really affects us when we take overthinking to the next level, or we take our worrying to the next level. So as a part of the theme of the entire podcast, and as a part of all the people that probably listen to this podcast, all just trying to be better to themselves and be more loving and kind to themselves, I can only say like I feel like that should be enough motivation for anybody listening to this and dealing with it, is to honestly just do it for yourself. You can and will conquer this overthinking situation in your life just put it somewhere where you'll remember to look at it in these tough times um throughout the day and that should be super helpful to you god i wish i had this for me yesterday i keep saying that but yesterday was just atrocious guys i hope you enjoyed this episode um Not sure if Brian will be back next week. We're actually going away, so I might be recording another one solo for you. However, I hope you enjoyed it. And per usual, please feel free to share all your thoughts, your comments, your suggestions. I really, really, really appreciate suggestions on topics. Because sometimes with everything else going on right now and other stuff that I'm trying to get done, I have a tough time with topics, you know? I get brain fog sometimes. And also, please be on the lookout for my new website. It has not released yet, um, but it will be soon. And I'm really excited to share with you guys what I have been working on for over nine months now. And it's finally coming together. And speaking of overthinking, I have overthought this next step of my life a lot, but not so much in like I didn't want to do it or I was scared or what people would say. I was just trying to make sure that I did it to the best of my abilities. And it's something that I could be proud of. So be sure to um, check out my Instagram. I'll definitely post it on there when it goes live. And I'll see you guys next week. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thanks for listening to another episode of Deep Thoughts with the Dixons. Did you know you can connect with your hosts, Nina and Brian, on Instagram at ninapaldixon.com? And Brian Dixon 06. Be sure to reach out to them and share your thoughts and suggestions. They love to hear from you all.